Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee with your daily devotional. I want to read today from Sinclair Ferguson's To Seek and to Save. This is a book that offers daily reflections on the road to the cross. Uh, If you have grown up in a stream of the church that practices or observes Lent as a season, beginning with Ash Wednesday, leading all the way up to um, what they call Holy Week or Passion Week, and runs through that right up to right up to uh, Holy Saturday uh, and Easter Sunday. And what a what a what a great opportunity to stop, pause, to think back a little bit on the road to the cross that Jesus took. It begins really as it's described in the Gospel of Luke in chapter nine with verse fifty-one. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. That's what it says. Uh, so beautifully and succinctly on the back of Sinclair Ferguson's book, To Seek and to Save. So let's listen to what uh, Pastor Ferguson has for us here. From chapter 9, verse 51 onwards, Luke records all the events in Jesus' life in the form of a journey to Jerusalem. This travelogue eventually brings us to Calvary and to the empty tomb, you know, and even... As I hear him say that, I think to myself, man, so glad for where it ends. Um, Jesus paid the ultimate price, of course, gave his life for us, that he would be willing to do that. Um, One has to at least wonder why and to think that through a little bit. And that's why we have such great news as the gospel is called good news. That's why we have such great news coming from the gospels. They tell us that he did that because he was motivated by such great love for sinners like me, sinners like you. Um, he doesn't look at us and and in some way and think, oh, repugnant other getaway. He doesn't cast us out. No, he invites sinners in. He is gentle and lowly. And he went through all of that uh, for you because he loves you. The narrative begins against the background of a major turning point in the ministry of Jesus. Simon Peter had just confessed that Jesus is the Messiah. That was a little earlier in Luke chapter 9, verses 18 through 20. And um, in response, Jesus explains that He's going to suffer and be rejected and yet rise again. A week later, he's gloriously transfigured in the presence of three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John. Some of you will remember that. Again, he tells them about his impending suffering. And so he's telling them in advance this is going to happen, as Pastor Ferguson tells us here. From virtually that point on, until he enters Jerusalem with the shouts of the people ringing in his ears, that's on Palm Sunday, and some of you be familiar with the way that went, Jesus riding on a donkey into town, people laying down palm branches to make straight the path, make prepare the way of the Lord as he comes into town. And there's, there's children singing and hosannas are ringing and all of that, and the religious people are there harumphing and And it's just a a fascinating uh, study to look at the way people responded to the approach of Jesus on that very first Palm Sunday. Well, from that point on, says Sinclair Ferguson, until he enters Jerusalem with the shouts and the people ringing in his ears, everything we learn about Jesus takes place on a journey whose destination is Calvary. 
In his travelogue, Luke describes Jesus' encounters with a wide variety of individuals and groups of people. Each of them is described within the scope of only a few verses, but all of them come alive to us through Luke's pen. I love to read through the Gospel of Luke. I've taught through it several times, and if you would ever like to study it with us, uh, our our Bible studies through verse by verse, chapter by chapter through the Gospel of Luke are uh, up on our YouTube channel, or also you could find them on the website if you prefer, or on the, the TVC app that you can download and uh, just have it portable and be able to listen to Bible study on the way to work or on the way home from work or whatever would suit your schedule best. But he's right. All the way through uh, that, that after chapter 9 in Luke, we find that he is telling this story. It's a travelogue of Jesus' journey to the cross. And so each of them is described within a scope of only a few verses, he says, but all of them come alive to us through Luke's pen. In this series of reflections, talking about this book right here, for Lent, we will listen in on most of these conversations. Each encounter will build up a picture of the journey's real purpose. For as he tells one man he meets along the way, Jesus is, quote, the son of man who came to seek and to save the lost. And that, of course, is from chapter 19, verse 10. We will see Jesus seeking out people as he reveals their hearts, perceives their needs, and tests their motives. I got to say that again, because I think that's really good. Uh, One thing about the scripture is I find as I'm reading it, it's almost like a mirror that's held up to me. It gives me a more honest picture of myself, my own heart, the disposition of my own heart. As I as I watch other people respond to Jesus, it helps me ask the question of myself, how do I respond to Jesus? Uh, as I read its pages, and I, I like in, in this particular case, through the Lenten season, as you take the journey to the cross, and you see all that Jesus went through, knowing fully what was going to happen to him. How do I know that? Well, because he keeps telling the disciples it's going to happen. He's going to be arrested. He's going to, to be scourged. He's going to suffer greatly. He's going to be killed. He's going to be buried. He's going to rise again. And he predicts all of this for his disciples. And it's recorded so well, especially in Luke's gospel. So Sinclair Ferguson says here, we'll see Jesus seeking out people as he reveals their hearts, perceives their needs, and tests their motivations. We will see him throwing wide the offer of salvation to those he meets, Jew and Gentile, rich and poor, men and women, all similarly lost. Well, I'm, I'm glad to know that. How about you? And finally, at the journey's end, we will see him secure that salvation once and for all at the cost of his life. But Jesus also issues a challenge to anyone who would follow him along the road to Jerusalem. And the great turning point, he says, and here he quotes from Jesus uh, as recorded in uh, verses 23 through 25. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life 
will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? Again, from Luke 9, uh, verses 23, 24, and 25. The key issues, says Sinclair Ferguson, for all of those who encounter Jesus in Luke's gospel are these. Do they know why he is on the road in the first place? And will they follow him as his disciple? This Lent season, Jesus asks those same questions of us. This is again called To Seek and to Save by Sinclair Ferguson, Daily Reflections on the Road to the Cross, a daily reader for the 40 days of Lent. Let me close in prayer. Lord, thank you for this. Thank you for your great sacrifice on my behalf, on our behalf, um, all of us sinners, all of us in need of the redemption that you put on offer, um, paying the price for once and for all for each and every one of us. Um, As we read about that journey to the cross over the next 40 days, leading up to Passion Week and leading up to the cross and leading up to the glorious Easter Sunday morning. Lord, I pray uh, that you would be drawing all of us to see how much you love us. Mm, To be overwhelmed by that landslide of love, that, that Niagara Falls of love, millions and millions and millions of gallons of water per minute falling over the falls just for one little heart, mine. The hearts of my friends as well. You love each and every one of us that much as if each and every one of us had a Niagara Falls full of your love descending down upon us. Remind us of that reality as we read through the journey to the cross. Um, Inspire us with not only the great hope of heaven, but also with the amazing example of Jesus. Uh, That we might not only receive your love, but reflect your love to those around us this day as we walk with him, whatever our lot in life may be. And certainly uh, some have it much more difficult than, uh, in, in many ways than others. Uh, we think of all of those in foreign lands uh, who belong to you and yet who are suffering under great duress. And we pray for them. We ask God that you would have mercy, that you would hear their cries for help, for refuge, for strength for them, Lord. Um, And for uh, ourselves as well, all of us have some great burden we are facing or carrying. And it's just as real uh, in each and every case. And the great news, we, as we turn to you, our hearts swell with hope because the great news, the gospel news for each and every one of us is that you are gentle and lowly. You welcome us in. We belong to you. Our refuge, our strength, our fortress, 
Jesus, in your name we pray, amen. This podcast is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. Don't forget to also subscribe to one of our other podcasts, Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas. Beginning next Friday, March 4th, and every Friday following during the season of Lent, we invite you to join Kim as she looks at the story of Jesus' last week as told through classic art, prayers, and scriptures. You can subscribe now to this weekly podcast on all major platforms, including the Village Chapel YouTube channel. You can find accompanying resources at lent.thevillagechapel.com. If you find this or any of our other podcasts beneficial, leave a review and share them with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas, music by Phil Kagey. Thank you.